Welcome to a special EduTech Guys presentation recorded live at FETC 2022 in Orlando, Florida. Enjoy the conversation. Hey, welcome back to FETC 2020. Uh, we have a guest in the seat. We're real excited to talk with her, and we're going to let her introduce herself, tell us her name, where she's from, and all that kind of good stuff. So here we go. Absolutely. I'm Susan Bearden. I am the Director of Digital Programs for Innovate EDU, and I oversee a Project Unicorn, which is an initiative to support and promote the use of data interoperability in K-12 education. Awesome. So what brings you to, to FETC specifically, doing a session? Uh, I am. I've done, I did a workshop yesterday and I'm doing a concurrent session tomorrow on interoperability 101. So, oh, cool. and one of my colleagues, Elise, did a session with COSIN this morning on getting started with interoperability. So we're all about trying to get folks started on their interoperability journey. Awesome. Do you, when you do your workshops, do you see the, the look on the faces of people when you actually define it for them and they get it? Oh, okay. I bet you get a lot of that, don't you? Yeah, it's really hard. You know, it's, it's hard to make the word interoperability sexy, <laughs> but you know, it's really, it's really valuable. It's like interoperability is the thing that people don't know that they need, but once they realize what they could do with it, it's amazing. Yeah. Yeah. Well, so uh, along those lines and, and trying to make it a little sexier uh, or at least define, um, for those listeners who may not have any idea what we're talking about, uh, kind of go through what is what, what does interoperability mean? Absolutely. So the official definition of interoperability that we use at Project Unicorn is that interoperability is the seamless, secure, and controlled exchange of data between applications. So you may say, well, what does that have to do with anything? Well, you are benefiting from interoperability in your daily life and you don't even know it. For instance, uh, the Bluetooth um, headset that I use, that I use with either my Mac or my PC, that's made possible because Bluetooth is an interoperable wireless standard. Uh, it's the same thing when you actually just being able to use the Wi-Fi here at the FETC Convention Center. That is because Wi-Fi is a standard that was agreed upon. So when you uh, go to a Starbucks or if you go to the Convention Center, you don't have to have a different uh, wireless card to connect to the wireless in each of those locations. Wi-Fi is Wi-Fi and that's the standard. And that's what we're trying to do is to get something similar to that going with regard to education data. Oh, that's awesome. I can see where that, you know, we talk about that. Uh, it's it's like logging in with Google at all these different sites. It's 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 exactly that. It's just now our second grade teachers can use all the same data pulled from different applications into one place and use that together. Exactly. So what I like to tell people is that the way that data is stored, think of it in terms of Legos, Lincoln Logs, and Tinker Toys. So Legos work with other Legos. Tinker Toys work with other Tinker Toys, and Lincoln Logs work with other Lincoln Logs. And that is a parallel to how data is stored and transmitted between different educational data systems. Now, it's really hard if you want to use Legos with Lincoln Logs. Mm -hmm. they don't, they're not built to work together. You might be able to, if you have a 3D printer, you might be able to MacGyver some connector that would allow you to use your Lego with your Lincoln Log. A Lego Log is what you're A Lego talking. Log, but it wouldn't be, it would be difficult. It would be expensive and time right. consuming. Mm -hmm. And most importantly, it wouldn't be scalable. Right. Mm -hmm. So the education system is awash with data. 
-hmm. There's data everywhere in education. But all of these systems are often siloed. So you'll have data in a student information system. You'll have data in a learning management system. You'll have attendance data. You'll have assessment data. You'll have device usage data. You have all of these different uh, siloed data sources where if you were able to pull them together, you'd be able to analyze them and make informed decisions that could improve instruction. And you don't have to do it you know, by downloading multiple spreadsheets of data from your individual learning tools and manipulating them because if you're an Excel genius, to be able to draw some actionable insights on them. So that's what data interoperability is about. So for what you do along those lines, then going back to the Lincoln Log Legos, you are, are the folks who are helping to create the pieces that connect your Lincoln Logs to your Legos. Right. So if you have, if different companies are using agreed upon standards, mm -hmm. then it is much easier to connect those Lincoln Logs with <laughs> the Legos and the uh, Tinker Toys so that even uh, if, uh, if you can get your data out of one system, like if you were able to get data out of your Legos system and into the Lincoln Log system without having to do any customization on the school district's end, then that would be uh, a step towards interoperability. Yeah. So, and and to to just to move away from that particular metaphor, as you had mentioned, you know, we have things like your your student information system and your LMS, and I think that is a beautiful pairing. Because we often see in education where you know that student data that's in the the, the uh, student information system, the SIS, uh, you've got it all there. Or well, actually, a lot of times you don't have it all there. You've got their names and their addresses and that kind of stuff, but you don't necessarily have things like uh, what email address that they use in the SIS, right? That may be in a different. Uh, system that stores that. And then you have the LMS that, well, that's the kind of stuff that it needs. And you, know, you stop and you wonder, why isn't that all in one place to start with? Okay, well, we got all these different systems. And sometimes, as you said, it takes folks who understand how those different, you know, how this SIS works and the data that's in there, and this LMS works and the data that's in there and or the data that it expects, how do we connect those two? Exactly. And it's, it's a question of uh, not only being able to bring together siloed data, but also saving teachers time. Because, you know, a lot of time teachers may use, you know, multiple ed tech tools in their classroom, maybe multiple formative assessment tools or summative assessment tools in their classroom. And if they want to get a picture of how the students are doing, they may have to download CSV files from multiple applications or log into multiple systems and then do a little spreadsheet magic, which is not everyone's jam, <laughs> in order to get a complete picture of how a student is doing in their classroom. And with data interoperability, it can empower systems that allow you to have to for uh, educators and administrators to look at all that information in one place. Right. Yes. So you don't have to log into six different systems. You don't have to juggle spreadsheets. You don't have to, uh, you know, upload every time there's a, a change to your students in your class. You don't have to manually delete them and then add a new student. This should be a way to do that automatically. So you make the change, 
you know, in, in uh, one central system, and that information flows into all the other systems. And that's what we're looking for. That's so, really awesome. Uh, so do you have, uh, can, can you share or talk about uh, an experience that you have seen where the aha light bulb came on either either at a district level or, or at an education level, an educator level where they had all these disparate systems you guys were you know brought in to help pull those together and all of a sudden the light comes on they go oh my gosh I didn't even realize this is what was going on can you talk about can you share something I can so yes there's a, a project that some folks from Innovate EDU have been working on with districts in Rhode Island called the Learner Profile and it's funded by the Michael and Susan Dell Foundation and what it does is it's based on what's called an operational data store. So an operational data store or an ODS is a database where you can pull in transactional data from a number of different systems. So in this case, it's uh, based on the EDFI ODS, which is one of the different standards that are available. There are a few others. And it's the learner profile is a web-based interface that pulls off that ODS and teachers are able to look on one page. They can see a student's name, their contact information, they can see their attendance, they can see any behavior, they can see their uh, standardized assessment scores and benchmarks and how far students have to go before they reach a certain benchmark. They can see is that student an English language learner, they can see the names of all of the teachers that interact with that student and any siblings they have in the school, all on one page. It's amazing yes. what you what and the insights that teachers can draw from having all that information in one location is so powerful. But that's what we're that's the world that we are trying to create. We want to see a world where every teacher has access to that kind of just-in-time information to help them make the best educational decisions for kids. Yeah. So, for you guys, what are you trying to make sure happens so that this can happen? much more seamlessly <laughs> um, what are this that's probably the hardest part is getting a standardized uh, API correct across the board yep um, how are you guys going about that are you, are you pushing uh, certain ways are you trying to I mean I, I would love to know what the the current market is and making that happen well, we are a standards-neutral body, so there uh -huh. are there are several different education standards bodies that are out there. There's some overlap, but then there's also some very different use cases. So we always tell people, you start with, what is it that you want? What problem do you want to solve with your data? And then figure out what standard would make the most sense based on that pro based on that question. So what we do is we work on with both districts and ed tech vendors. So we provide resources and support, and we view ourselves, we're kind of like air traffic controllers, where if we don't know the answer to someone, then we refer people to other people who do know the answer to a particular challenge, who might be able to help a uh, ed tech vendor maybe implement a one roster, uh -huh. in, you know, with their product or yeah. uh, to be able to help districts determine, okay, well, what standard might allow us to bring together all of this different data that we want and then how can we go about doing that? So we are trying to educate the field. We're trying to get to people not to be afraid of the word interoperability. We want to make interoperability sexy, basically. Yeah. Like plumbing or electrical infrastructure. <laughs> We're working on it. <laughs> wow. All, both. Oh, so sexy topic. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, hey, it is sexy because, but, you know, yeah. when it's not working, 
working. That's yeah, true. That's You're right. True. That is people, very true. People take it, for, take it for granted, but infrastructure is important. Yep, that's exactly right. So I hate to be the time cop, but um, uh, so if anyone wants to get in touch with you and find out more, or you personally, or anything like that, can you share that with our listeners? Absolutely. So please check out our website. We are projectunicorn.org, okay. and we are a coalition of 16 organizations working together. You can also follow us on Twitter. We are at... Proj Unicorn, and I am at S underscore Bearden on Twitter. So if you have any questions, reach out, give us a holler. We're happy to help. Thank you for coming on the show, Susan. Thank you so much. Have a great FETC. Thank you. You've been listening to a special EduTech Guys presentation recorded live at FETC 2022 in Orlando, Florida. Thanks for listening.